yeah, so we're scrapping the opening because you just reminded me of something I think we that's that's more important. So, can we talk about the day, uh, the paternity leave situation or the, the guest host situation on the daily? Sure. So, because this is because uh, earlier you put in filling and you use the custom Michael Barbaro Slack emoji, but the past two weeks has has uh, Michael Barbaro been on the show at all? No, he he made a announcement on the last show that he was on that he'd be totally off for the next couple of weeks. So it's interesting. I mean, just because he's um, he had his kid in February, or he's it's been a while, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, and he's been doing kind of a, a like maybe like a sixty percent workload thing, where for most of the months, even if he has handed the show off to somebody else, um, he's still done the here's what else you need to know today part i'm not sure if i got the cadence right um <laughs> i still remember that claire malone tweet of which which he rep- responded to um but he's but he's he did the he would normally do the like the first 45 seconds of explaining the topic and then the here's what else you need to know today part but uh yeah for the past two weeks it's been totally handed off to other people which i forget if it was this week or last week but um I think the first one of those was a Kevin Roos episode where it was entirely him the whole episode. Right. Yeah, which I was thinking while listening to it that I think this is the first ever episode that's been that way. Or that has that has a here's what else you need to know today. Like sometimes they will do episodes that were entirely other folks, but they just skip that part. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I guess like I, what I want to establish is that this is a Kevin Roos fan club podcast. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He, he's great. And if, and if anybody ever had to take over the show, which, you know, honestly wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea, uh, don't at me. Well, that's maybe a more complicated discussion for another day. I think he could totally do it. Um, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got range, as, as they would say in Hollywood, where he can, take, he can tackle the serious topics, the medium topics, and the... You know, like the the weird internet topics. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's he's really good. He seems sort of the most comfortable doing it. Like he he interjects sort of the right amount of humor and sort of oftentimes like mm-hmm. self effacing humor, which is good. Yeah. And he he also comes across as maybe being a little more. I don't know, I guess like maybe natural or conversational. Like that's how Barbaro is too. Like he always comes across as very like not scripted. And I think like Kevin Roos comes across that way too. Which yeah, is like some, sometimes really you kinda, hard to do. You kind of feel like an interview, like somebody has like a Google Doc with like not not questions to answer, totally. but like fifteen right. like here's something quippy I'm gonna say if um there's a lull in the conversation where yeah, it doesn't feel that way. Right. Yeah, and I just started reading his book, Future Proof, so I'll let you know how that is. But um Ooh, yeah, please do. Yeah, but he he's he's good and yeah, he should fill in all the time. And again, like I said, and a lot of the other ones, pretty good. There's only one guest host that I really dislike, but I'm gonna leave that for another day. But um yeah, pretty good. But but mainly with the Kevin Roos thing is that I don't know if it was intentional, but he he said the here's what you need to know or here's what else you need to know today, part in like the most like obvious, like trying to like i can't tell if it was a joke or not but he said in a very very unnatural way which was was fun (laughs) so yeah anyway okay so but the actual the the previous uh first draft of the show opener was um 
this is a quick uh we've talked in the past about companies with great ticker symbols is that something we've done it sounds like something we would have done yeah yeah basically i will give you and what can i bet you paying for dinner next week no it's in this economy no <laughs> uh we'll think of something worth uh the equivalent of a blue barn sandwich um or like super duper or something if you can guess and, and hands off the keyboard what the ticker symbols are for petco and del taco and also it's okay if you didn't know del taco was a public company because i didn't know that either are they they're not owned by some big conglomerate they're I don't, independent I don't, think, I don't think they are because i don't think subsidiaries can be publicly listed and also i, I think you're just buying time so uh petco yeah i i don't have any idea i guess it's, it's four Pet. four letters petco um woof yes w-o-o-f yes is it really it is ah uh, oh, okay you, you all Googled right it. no no i i honestly i didn't i didn't I was 50-50 between guessing Bark and Wolf. And no, I there's, that, Wolf. there's that, that startup company or that direct-to-consumer uh, toy company named Bark, which mm. I don't think they're public yet. But Okay, uh, so actually, no, so I'm into this now. Okay, well, what was the second one? Well, the other one, I, I don't, this isn't like a big game, but the other one is, I did not know Del Taco was a public company, but what do you think their ticker symbol is? This may be too obvious, but is it, is it just Taco? It is. Yes. How nice. did the, how how does Del Taco get the best? Like that's that's a that's a great symbol. <laughs> anyway, and I I didn't Del Taco is not a thing in the Bay Area, right? Like there's one random one on Market Street by like the Montgomery Street Bart, and I don't think there's like much else. Like maybe one in San Jose. Well, Del Taco is a much bigger thing in Southern California. Well, as the look, just I'm looking at finance.google.com and. When did they when did they give Google Finance a fresh coat of paint? Ooh, I it's been been a, a long time since I've like it was it was bad for quite a while to the point where um the stock charts were actually still in flash. So there was like a two year period where I don't even know if it worked in Chrome properly. But in the news section, Del Taco to enter North Carolina, says the Orange County Business Journal. So are they an Orange County company? Hmm. Huh. No, I I think Taco Bell is, aren't they? Don't no, they, have... they? So Taco Bell is headquartered in Irvine. Yeah, right. Um, and I know that because Conan O'Brien once did a, a remote special there. But no, Del Taco Restaurants is headquartered in beautiful Lake Forest, California. Huh. The more you know. And I say that because Lake Forest is the blandest city in the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Name one thing in, in Lake Forest. You can't. It's been uh, a long time since I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume you were adjacent to it. Irvine touches uh, well, it, right? I mean, we we both were. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh, you mean recently? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah, I um, I used to I used to work for a company whose stock ticker you were a little well, bit you... jealous of. One of those single letter ones. Oh yeah, like in the same thing. Like, did, did Sprint was Sprint just S? I'm not sure, but it, but checking out this new Google Finance page is showing me that, you know what, you know who has V, the letter V? Um, Visa? Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> certainly isn't the other one. Um, why is Visa not listed on, oh, it's, why is it giving me the, on, on the European exchange? Anyway, um, 
Yeah, the new Google Finance website's nice. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Um, and we will actually, you know, let's push this a little bit. Um, oh, uh, a quick addendum to last week's main discussion, which was uh, about Spindrift Spiked. Mm. Um, so with a second tasting, um, it's worse than I thought. And when I say it's worse than I thought, it, I, what I mean by that is that somehow pineapple is the best of all of them, but it's the best of the worst. It, like, it's like it's the best of the D-League. It's not good at all. The half and half is objectively disgusting. The mango is... like I, I gave it a second try and it, it went straight down the the garbage disposal it was it was is rough um yeah but the pineapple one's actually pretty good it tastes very much like um you're somebody who consistently cites bubbly as tasting too artificial right where i'm I'm not a pineapple person but i am somebody who in my younger years would sometimes uh, enjoy making a uh, betty crocker pineapple upside down cake don't judge me. sure Mm -hmm. and that would that would never involve actually like slicing open a real pineapple Oh no no! That would mean that you would get. I don't know if it's the Dole brand or maybe we were using whatever the um, the the Ralph's supermarket house brand. I think they're. I don't know what the, what it was called, but you'd get the in the aluminum can the very very high preservative count um, pineapple slices. Mm-hmm. That is what the Spindrift spiced uh, spiced spiked. Sorry, I got pumpkin spice. Oh, maybe the they'll come out with that for the holidays. No, it's already already the holidays. It's basically Christmas. <laughs> this year's almost over. Thank God. Um. Yeah. So it basically tastes like a fizzy can of pineapple slices, which is fine. Like I feel it's, like you might be into not that. The worst thing in the world. Yeah. I, yeah. I might. I'm. Yeah. I might be into that. I should yeah. Say. So anyway, it's gross. If you live in a test market, it might be worth the twenty four dollars to give it a shot at your local Southern California Trader Joe's. But um, yeah, huge, very, very big missed opportunity. Hmm. I regret to say too bad yeah um and what's what's the scoop on the whole black widow thing um well it sounds i guess um so i guess maybe as some had predicted um this got settled before the case moved forward like a, a point that some people had made was that disney probably really didn't want this to go to discovery because there there'd be a, probably a lot of internal communication and well, why would they sell the movie rights to discovery plus that quickly sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. not 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 your best but <laughs> <laughs> but wait well actually, well actually what what do they think would have come out because i mean that because that was the most damaging part of the epic apple trial where it wasn't necessarily that they were going to rule that apple's a monopoly in that regard but what what would what would disney's dirty laundry be not necessarily dirty laundry, but I would think that there would probably be more revealed about the way that Disney is thinking about the future of theatrical releases and their strategy on Disney Plus than they would prefer be public. So hmm. that would that would be my guess. Um, but I, I guess the the long story short here is that you know Disney basically paid. Um, Scarlett Johansson, um, or ScarJo, I guess, as as you and the cool people would call her, um, mm-hmm. 
a, a, a lot of money, something like $40 million. So good for her. Mm-hmm. But she's out of, well, no, she's, is she out of movies now? Or did she just say oh, no, that no, this is going to be my a... last uh, superhero movie? Well, I mean, who knows how much of this was just sort of like, hey, you just paid me $40 million, so I'll say whatever you want in a press release. But she did say she looks forward to continuing to collaborate with Disney in the future. And she's got a Apple Plus movie that's that's coming out here at some point. So she's definitely not done with movies, but maybe done with the, the Marvel thing. Got it. I don't I don't keep up with the um the Marvel stuff though. So I'm not the right person to ask. Is the Marvel one the one with the Iron Man? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he he started the whole thing. Okay. At least the well the movies. I don't know if he actually started Marvel proper. Again, don't don't ask me. Wait, are you are you talking about um Robert Downey Jr. or yeah, like uh, that original Iron Man movie was the first of the sort of like what's now known as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Got it. Okay, that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> sorry. I was just yes standing, but I've actually never seen it and <laughs> never will. It's got it's got the thing that is the only good type of superhero movie is the superhero who doesn't have any actual like superpowers who's just sort of like a cool often very rich dude that's why i like batman same kind of thing Mm. okay not into the not into the the superpower stuff so then what's his point so he just has a lot of money to spend that's a superpower yeah that's well i mean i'm I'm, I'm oversimplifying it a little bit he he had he was like in this this um accident and he had like shrapnel on his chest and so he created this sort of like um i I don't know sort of like magnetic sort of protection thing in his chest that like kept the shrapnel away from his heart and so he like was sort of you know half man half machine kind of thing but doesn't iron man have like a suit well, yeah, then he built the, the suit, too. But then doesn't and that the, give this... him uh, excessive strength? Yeah, Isn't but it's that not kind of like... a superpower? Well, but it's not like a... Um... What's like the word or phrase I'm, I'm looking for? It's not like a supernatural superpower. It's just like... It's just tech... It's technology. It's got like the suit's got good, good hydraulics, basically. Okay, like the bumblebee. Uh, yeah, sure. Is, is that a thing? He's a transformer, yeah. Oh, okay. And is Scarlett Johansson in that movie? In the Transformer movies, no. You're thinking of uh, uh, Megan Fox. She was in the the first um, batch of those back in the day. Her mm-hmm. and um, what's it, what's his name? Um, <laughs> I can't I can't think of. Um, I got I got to look this up now. It's um, Oh man, when did that first that first movie came out in um 2007. Wow, Shia LaBeouf is who I'm I'm thinking of. Oh, and he's trash now, right? Isn't he a bad yeah, person? Well, like an like I, I think I think I, he's kind of a bad dude. I yeah, I don't I don't recall the the details with him. Um who's Brian Austin Green? 
I could not tell you. Okay. Anyway, apparently it is Megan Fox's former husband. Anyway. Uh, One of the, when I Google searched Transformers, you know, the, um, the Google people also ask uh, section. Uh-huh. Um, one of the questions <laughs> is, is who is Optimus Prime's girlfriend? Which isn't I, uh, I, I assume, isn't that a robot? Has, he's like he's the main robot, yeah. And I, I I can't say I've seen all of the Transformers movies, but as a Transformers fan, as a kid, I've you know I I nostalgically did see at least like one or two of these as they came out, and I I don't recall the topic of Optimus Prime's dating life ever being a plot point or anything. So I'm curious why that's a top asked question. I mean, I pull, I mean, I, sh- I assume Optimus Prime's on Bumble now. <laughs> he saw the ads on the Laker jerseys. All right. Uh, you're thinking of the Clippers. Oh, was that who they had the partnership with? Yeah. The Lakers have that, um, that new. Oh, but they um, used to be partner. wish. Whatever. Yes. I don't know what wish is. I know it's an app, but I don't know what it is. It's, it was it like an online? Is it was it like Amazon the U.S. Alibaba or something or something AliExpress? Like, something like that. Clippers jersey sponsor because I could have yeah, sworn they're, it's they're, they're Bumble for no, sure. It's, no, at least they were. Well, <laughs> it used to, it was it was Bumble from 2018 to 2020, and now it's that PayPal coupon plugin Honey. So it went from Bumble to, oh. <laughs> to Honey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, I am still unsure what bb go is yeah i I haven't been bothered to look it up i'm not so, <laughs> not a fan of the the advertising on the jerseys let's say a couple things so I, I guess we're not gonna talk about anything of substance this week but uh two <laughs> two uh uh line segments coming off of this flow chart um the uh where was it oh, i just saw it the orlando magic sponsored by walt disney world Yep, the Miami Heat. Uh, their sponsor is UKG, which makes uh, HR and time time keep time clock software, which seems a little. Sure. That's how is how is that worth putting on? That's like that's not a consumer facing brand. What what is the mind share of that? Like UKG is a company that like that great um, Aaron Levy tweet of if you put enough bad corporate billboards at airport forms around them like um yeah I don't, I don't know what the point is of getting ukg on this but um what was the other one? Oh, that that's the other thing that uh somebody was bringing up in the in the baseball subreddit of how long until this comes to mlb jerseys seems like only a matter of time it's sort of been slowly making its way through kind of all the sports I, I think hockey is doing something either starting this season or next um yeah seems like just a just a matter of time yeah um and then one other bit of follow-up before we move into new business so i sent you this on instagram earlier today but um apparently you need to upgrade your robot vacuum cleaner because which one do you have? I have the i7 plus. So there is now um and this is a, a very important news press release from Bedford, Massachusetts. 
uh, iRobot introduces Roomba J7 Plus with genius trademark home intelligence. Is this the one that it w- can identify whether there's like dog poop on the oh, floor? Why you, you're, 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 you're stealing the lead. <laughs> so here's the thing. So scroll down to... All right. You, you, uh, cut this out so it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll fix this. <laughs> we'll give an edit point. Mm-hmm, all right. Yep. So if you go down Marker to the third, uh, the third graph... Um, well, there's graphs here. It's a shorter paragraph. Don't come on. Uh, uh, quote, uh, the, <laughs> quote, the Roomba J7 plus takes the time to understand your cleaning preferences, learning your cleaning rules, asking for and responding to feedback. Okay. So the, the robot has OKRs, uh, and remembering how to <laughs> nice, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel, I feel like we have a very narrow niche in the show and that, that fits it. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, where was I? Uh, the, uh, and remembering how to react in the future. And then here we go. It even recognizes and avoids cords and pet waste, giving you the peace of mind that the job will get done, backed by the pet owner official promise. Mm-hmm. Acronym P O O P. iRobot will replace any Roomba J7 that doesn't avoid solid pet waste. <laughs> so if you're if your dog is having a moment and it's not solid enough they won't replace your Roomba this is I hate I hate this paragraph and I, I don't like this and I and I sent you a thing on Instagram where even though this this is a this is a really dumb press release that's on uh like this is, this is a very wordy not very well written press release but I sent you an Instagram ad that I got earlier today and what was the tagline it was like I robot so you can human uh, yeah, I robot I give it, I so you can human. Yeah, I give that like three thumbs down, but you you were into it. Yeah, I, I was kind of into it. Yeah, it's it's kind of adjacent to, or kind of the the makings of a good dad joke. So I'm I'm kind of here for that. Well, I feel like dads are the only people buying robot vacuum cleaners now that the novelty has worn off. Pre- pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, the other sort of odd thing about this, which I remember from. Um, I don't know, a Verge article or something that I came across when reading about this this new model is they have a, a picture where there is a um, piece of solid pet waste, let's say, on the floor. And it's in the photo and, oh, and they, they, <laughs> they have like white lines over well, it, which so at, at the- first I was thinking of maybe that was like kind of a cheesy, almost kind of like blur out effect. But I think it I think the lines are to indicate that, you know, basically like kind of like what the robot sees and is like, hey, well, you know, don't go near that. Yeah, it's saying like the full self vacuum cleaning right here is has identified an object on the road and it can't move. But with this picture, it's 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 really frustrating because one, you see the robot uh, making an immediate U-turn for the, the pet waste and also the dog uh, looking slightly ashamed, but also smiling. I don't <laughs> don't really like this, but. With the J7 in particular, is the deal that um, has the like uh, self-emptying part gotten wider and shorter? Well, so that was the next thing I wanted to touch on here was when I first saw this the other day, the one part of it I was a little bit jealous about was the newly designed self-cleaning base. Um, because you mean, you, you've been to my house and have seen the i7's cleaning base. And I, I think 
your phrase small. was something to the effect of like, geez, that's really big. Um, and it is, it's, it's huge. And when I first saw some pictures of this, I thought, oh, that, that actually is really nice. It's, it's a lot shorter now, but there are a couple photos here. And in the one that's actually like in somebody's home, it looks really, really wide, like much wider than mine. So it's, it's, I'm actually not really sure this is any better. It seems like it might just be similarly sized, but different sort of like proportions. Which I guess, depending on where you put it, might be better. But thinking about where we have ours, I'm not sure this would be an improvement. Yeah. Um, and then lastly with this one, uh, the only other part that I found, uh, interesting about this is right, right under the, um, uh, the pet owner official promise guarantee. Uh, this could be said about anything quote, smart home products often fail to live up to consumer expectations. You can just stop reading right there. It doesn't matter what the rest of the sentence means. Uh, (laughs) truer words have never been spoken. Uh, Colin Angle, chairman of and CEO of iRobot. And I'm probably pretty sure this vacuum cleaner is the same way. <laughs> um, all right. Command W. Uh, how do you transition out of poop? Um, <laughs> why, why is baseball in here? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's playoff time or, or postseason time, as you would say. And I kind of wanted to do a little oh, check-in with the you Dodgers to see lose? if uh, it's the... Bottom of the ninth, still tied one one currently. Let me pull up YouTube TV. No. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um. Okay. Okay. I'll keep this tab open. All right. But I um. Yeah, I was curious if if you know. I know so, you've you you've fallen significantly off kind of the well, interest well, in the the Giants, but with them, you know, having the best record and stuff, and the the postseason starting, just kind of wanted to see so, if if you're plugged in at all. Can we talk about this? So I don't. I don't want like I actually like. This has been an adjacent topic that I've been meaning to talk about where I have, and I don't think it's like a point of pride, but I've been, I've made an active effort this year to not be a bandwagon fan because my interest and like dedication to following the team, like I still follow the sport in general, but I just, I haven't been like a diehard Giants fan in like two to three years. And I was very much down on who's who's the new imported coach that I, that I don't care for. Um, Giants is MLB it, is it like coach Kite Kuiper, Gabe Kapler. Kapler, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trust anybody named Gabe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He he comes he comes from the East Coast, and he's he's got he's got a look to him where. Like oh yeah, this is this is the one I was that I think I sent you originally. Um, I'll send it to you in the Slack, and you can put it in the show notes. Oh, why doesn't Google ever actually link to the actual dang image? Um, do I just go to the the site here? Yeah, okay. Oh, there's the tweet. Um, yeah, this 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 is I I this is not the best picture. <laughs> Where I mean. <laughs> It really, I don't know. I don't know. It it didn't. It did. It wasn't a. It wasn't a, a, a great first impression. Where I I've never seen him in an interview. Like I I don't know. And obviously he's doing something right. But I had made a big effort to, as people were talking about, hey, they've got a great record right now, and they're 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 on a they're on a streak. Like I was kind of like, 
I want them to do well, but I didn't want to all of a sudden become enamored with the team when I had fallen off and, and be either a bandwagoner or a Fairweather fan. So I don't know. So I haven't really, like, I I want, I of course want the Bay Area sports to do well, but I I don't have any attachment to them this season. And if it happens to be on or there's a good matchup, I'll watch. But I'm kind of meh. So what about you? Yeah, baseball, I mean, you know, as a kid... I am really, really big Angels fan, and I would—I've probably mentioned this on the show before. You know, I, I would pretty much watch all 162 games, or at least you know portions of them. I was really, really into baseball, and really kind of fell off it as an adult, but still do really enjoy the playoffs. I think a like a playoff baseball game is really exciting. Like there's. It's funny because during the regular season, I think this works against the sport, but then I think in the playoffs, it works for the sport, which is the idea that there's no clock. So there's, you know, there's no running out the clock like you can do in football or in basketball. And didn't, what's his name, Bob Mansfred or what his name is? Didn't he do a thing where like literally there is kind of a pitching clock where like they're trying trying to push the the game forward where they feel like I mean, like unlike. Unlike, you know, in in, in football or, or basketball or even you know, hockey too, like if you've got a lead, there are lots of different sort of strategies you can take to sort of basically run out the clock, right? And in baseball, you don't really have any of that. So there's there's a lot of kind of tension in baseball games, specifically playoff baseball games that I still really like. Um and I, I really enjoy these wild card games. Like I think the the whole single elimination thing is really exciting and neat. And yeah, it's fun when a you know a local team is involved. And you know, I I kind of you know ad- adopted the Giants sort of when I moved up here, having you know rooted for an American League team my whole life and never really following the National League all that much. So and you know the Angels beat beat the Giants in the World Series back in the day. So I didn't didn't have any grudge against the Giants and the Giants like the Angels dislike the Dodgers so you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend is, is basically what I'm saying mm-hmm. okay so yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm into the the playoff baseball and yeah it'll be kind of fun to have the Giants involved yeah I, I would say that that actually echoes my experience with uh NBA playoffs well, I don't actually like it, it's exciting to just in in general and I don't actually have like any strong team allegiances, but I'm sure once things get more back to normal, um, like I mean, even though I don't really care for the giant, or like I, I don't have a big attachment, like I, I would love to go to, um, even though I don't, I hate the name of the, the ballpark now, I would love to go to Pac Bell Park and just get some fourteen dollar garlic fries and, and enjoy a nice day by the bay. Gosh, yeah, I think it's been it's been two years, I think, for me. It's it's been yeah at least that for me I think longer yeah um yeah baseball mm-hmm. it exists yeah um you caught up on Ted Lasso yet yes you are I am oh can we can we can we discuss it uh yeah do do we need to do the the spoiler horn here or? I think that's trademarked uh, uh by the incomparable but yeah people can fast forward six minutes and twelve seconds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or just use the chapters that Ryan will put in. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, every every week. So, uh, 
do you have any immediate thoughts or can I dive in? Because I've, I've seen no, the points. No, please. It's, it's your show. Uh, uh, Sam's canceled. I'm, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't like Sam anymore. Do you? Mm, no. Well, I mean, oh. how, how could you? No, yeah. you, uh, you're thinking of Nate. I'm talking about Sam. Wait, who? Oh, 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 oh you, you're, you're right. I'm so bad with character names. Um, what's wrong with Sam? I, I hate Sam. So Sam is the one. So he's the young Nigerian player, and he's he's like he's great. But I I have some complaints about his character as the season has progressed, where they're they're making him out to be a like an angelic character with no flaws whatsoever. Like he's very much an idealist. He like he's not like a like like Ted is a like is a complex figure to a degree, but like. Just everything about him, he's like just the nicest guy in the world, and he's the most moral, and he he just has no flaws, and that bugs me a little bit to the degree of one. Did you see they had a scene in the parking lot of the of the football club? You remember this? Oh, and he was in the model he's in a three? fucking model three because mm-hmm. that I I thought that was way too on the nose. So he has his because I don't know who what's what's the name of the soccer. I I know we just got through saying you, you don't remember names of people, but. There's who's the name of the other the guy who's kind of like Jamie Tart but not what? There's another character. another player on the team. Yes, he was kind of like Jamie uh, Jamie Tart if you went to Photoshop and like shrunk it by eighty percent. He I, I have no idea here. <laughs> so in 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 the scene, he was unable to figure out how to drive his Lamborghini next to. Uh, Sam, who is sitting quietly in a oh, right-hand yeah. drive Model Three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They, just the Sam thing. Like it's just it's it's bugging me that he has like basically that he's not. He doesn't seem like a real person. Like every everything about him is perfect, which is eh. Oh, not 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 loving it. But I I'll, still think you're. I still think you're trying to you're reading too much into the show. You're well, you're doing a, a succession on Ted. But the, but the but the show's trying to read too much into the show. Well, that, okay, that's that's yeah, that's fair. Like, but I think the show is trying. It, like, it's it's a comedy. It's like a half hour comedy that would normally be twenty two minutes. That routinely has like this last episode was forty one minutes and has some like it has a lot of elements that makes it want to be more of a dramedy or a more substantive show so mm-hmm. I, th- I think i'm giving it what it deserves but yeah sam, like they need sam needs to fuck up in some way like he needs to he needs to have some he needs to have some flaws or some actual conflict other than the problematic storyline of his boss um uh like the relationship between him and his boss also uh, I forget the dude's name. It's like uh, a Kufo. Well, I forget what his first name was. But the, there's a, a, um, a very rich uh, tech CEO from Ghana. Like that whole storyline didn't seem, it didn't make sense. And also just seemed very like disconnected and not good. Like, did you like that character? Um, I, I like the actor who plays that character, but the whole like i i i agree he he did come out of left field a little bit but well left pitch mm-hmm. yeah well because uh, he literally lands on the field like it just comes it comes out of nowhere and there's the whole oh i like bought out the museum like it's just so much stuff that seemed like 
And also the, his whole thing, didn't he like introduce himself as saying, I don't believe I'm a billionaire that doesn't believe billionaires should exist. It was like a bunch of Bernie stuff. Like I didn't, <laughs> and then he, and, but then every element beyond that is him just throwing money around. Like I didn't, that whole thing just didn't not sit right, but just doesn't check out as like being intellect, it like logically consistent. Yeah. I don't know if. I don't know if this is something that they're planting a seed to do more with next season, or if this is just some little mini story arc to wrap up this season. It's it's kind of hard hard to say because, like you said, it it did kind of come out of nowhere and seems to be lacking some context that would make it easier to figure out, you know, what it is exactly they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and then with that, to to note that this is this was the penultimate episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, only one more, only one more left, and hopefully it'll be a real episode. Um, and then the last bit, I did appreciate that there was a um, uh, a Sony uh, little like photo studio cameo at the end. That was that was fun. <laughs> um, you got anything else on the episode? I I really enjoy the more serious tone that this episode and this, this season in general has not fully embraced. Like it's not all of a sudden a, you know, a drama, but the show's definitely gone in some different directions and some unexpected directions this season, which has kind of been its thing from the get go, which is, it's just, it's a very different show than, you know, I think anybody kind of envisioned it being like it, and maybe we've made this point before too. It, it, it's done the same thing that like Better Call Saul did, where when you heard the premise, you're like, oh God, this is going to be some goofy kind of lame show where Saul Goodman's just helping a bunch of weird clients and being like a goofball. And it's, it's totally not that show at all. And Ted Lasso very much is not, not the show that you would have pictured if, you know, all you knew, which is which is all we did know at the time of like, hey, they're making a TV show about that weird character in the NBC, you know, Premier League promotional videos. So I I do I do like that they've continued to take the show in unexpected directions. I think that's that's neat. And I, and I think as maybe you're pointing out, they don't always do that perfectly, but I I appreciate them at least sort of trying to be more than just a kind of you know b b plus co- straight comedy yeah and, and this is no no um no shade on like the like all those nbc shows like there was um parks and rec uh the office 30 rock like all those like where they're just like a very very tight like entire like almost entirely self-contained 22 minutes of comedy like i i do think this is doing some interesting things with straddling the line between like a more substantive hour-long show but again sometimes has some successes sometimes less so right i did like how things wrapped up with um uh doc it was yeah it was fun yeah her her story arc was was really good yeah and then lastly i would 1000 percent watch a spin-off a uh, spin-off show of um phoebe's uh elementary school teacher because she's the best <laughs> All right. Um, what do we have in main business? Uh, we will move some stuff around. Uh, there was some news about uh, your your uh, Apple Watch nightmare might be over soon. <laughs> you know, the SE's actually been 
totally fine. Can, can I? Does the, is the SC? I know it, it. The whole point is that it doesn't have all the sensors, but does it have an always on display, or is that where they skipped? That's where they skipped. Okay. That's that's kind of the the biggest difference. It's sort of the, it's like the same internals as the series five, I think. But, but it's without the with the screen of the series four. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I I have to be honest. I don't really mi- I don't miss the always on screen a ton because I don't I haven't found it to be all that useful. Although I guess that's that's changed in um whatever it is we're on now. Watch Watch OS eight. I guess I guess they've they've allowed developers to do more with that always on screen. But my Series six you know <laughs> broke like a week before Watch OS eight came out, so I haven't been able to to test that. Um, wait does but, the does the SC not support watch OS 8 no it does but it, it doesn't have the always on display so whatever improve yeah um, so yeah anyway the the series 7 is going on um, pre-order this Friday and then will be released at least in some quantity starting the following Friday which is a lot sooner than I expected and I think most expected after Apple kind of gave that nebulous coming later this fall um date at the event um um a couple of weeks ago and in retrospect now it seems kind of weird that if yeah if it that... was less than a month away why they didn't just give the date only because pre-orders opened on the 10th i mean okay that's one two three that's four weeks eh, yeah but i mean they've they've definitely they've done that before with events where they've said you know coming in a month or coming in six weeks like there there's definitely been some ipad and other pre-orders that have fallen into this same timeline so it is it is kind of strange they didn't put a date on this initially but would you have preferred they allowed you to order alongside the phone but not ship for four to six weeks or just had said ships mid-october because they would have because fall is a, a large range I, I I guess I wouldn't have had a strong preference one way or the other when they opened pre-orders, but if they if they knew the date was going to be basically a month away, I, I'm not really sure why they didn't clarify that up front. But anyway, um, going to be available for, available for pre-order this week. We'll see, you know, how quickly those dates slip. Um. I th- I think I'm gonna go for the the space black titanium. Uh, do you have a picture of it? Um. Well, they they've been sort of because I feel like uh we may have covered this before, which is that um space black is not nearly space black anymore because it's no longer no. stainless steel. No, no, no. Space black is still like proper black, and that's sort not, of what it's not shiny. It's not shiny, which which I which is good. I don't want it to be shiny. Hey, mm-hmm. um, and it's not like so. I, I I've I've always gotten the what used to be called the sport version, and has now become just kind of like the base Apple wait, Watch, which ooh. is the. Hmm? Well, no, but this, so then wait, this is so titanium. That means you're going to go for the expensive one. You never do. Yeah, that. That, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, because. Mm. Now with the titanium model, there is no just regular black or gray. It's this whole midnight thing, which 
by all accounts, seems like it's mostly just gray, but has a little bit of a kind of a blue hue to it. And I, I don't, I don't want that. Um, and you want to spend $300 to not want it? <laughs> well, I mean, the, like the, the look of this thing is kind of important, right? It's something that you wear all day, every day. And if I don't want a color that I'm not totally happy with. Um, and you know, I, I've made this comment before when the, when these things were announced, you know, as much as I love the fact that they've done a green watch, I'm just, I'm not going to wear a green watch all the time. Um, and the, you know, the stainless steel colors, I don't love like they do. I think they call it like a graphite, which is just, it's not dark enough. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's the same. So it's the same thing as like the phone where it's kind of that muddy kind of gray color. So real quick, I, I cannot find on this website where the, I can only see the aluminum colors. Yeah. They, um, let's see if I, I think there was like, um, uh, CNET article maybe that laid it out. Cause Apple's been kind of, they've been kind of cagey with, um, all the different colors and options and stuff. But yeah, let me um, send you the CNET thing. I guess we'll put this in the the notes as well. How is um, that space black? That looks gray. Well, I mean, whatever, I guess whatever they want to call it. I, I really, I like the look of that. Oh, no, but like, I mean, well, I mean, like for somebody, block. like if you're somebody who has had the, the space gray sport edition, like that looks perfect for that. But I would mm-hmm. strongly object to the fact that that is not at all black. But okay, yeah. Although, also, what could be at play here is that everybody's been saying that with the phones, the colors are not at all what they look like on the website in person. So I think a lot of this stuff will vary a bit when you see it in person. But but anyway, you know the the five colors that they have on the. Um, aluminum version. I I'm not interested in any of those. I'm not super excited about the three stainless steel colors. So I think that kind of it puts me into the the titanium model. So I think I think that's what I'm going to get. Cool. All right. Let me know how it is. And now I'm kind of debating whether I want to be the dummy who does what I did for the phone and set an alarm for like 4:55 on Friday morning or eh. whether I just, you know, try to remember to order one when I wake up. Eh, you have an SE, who cares? I mean like Yeah, if, I mean, that that's the that's the thing. I don't feel like like watch day one watch versus day one phone doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Um all right. Eh, actually, I will I'm going to bump that until he says it's a show opener for another week. Um, yeah, so the, the Apple Watch has been kind of a weird, well, no, it's not a transition I can use. But anyway, I don't have a good, I don't have a good segue here, but can I complain? Can I just give a story and a complaint about a recent travel experience and why I'm at war with the Chase company? Actually, before we get that, mm-hmm. uh, or before we get to that, where 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 are you with watches? What watch do you have now? Do you have a Series Five or a Six? Uh, I don't have a new phone, and I don't have a new watch. Um, I have a Series Five Space Black Stainless Steel, which I love. Um, and I'm bummed that there's not going to be there. There is no option to get a nice looking watch this year. 
um like just apple's whole situation with just having like five thousand different shades of gray and all of them being not very nice i i i don't like um and the fact that stainless steel is only gonna be available in like the super shiny now i don't i don't love that either so because i've been doing a lot of running and hiking with my watch i haven't noticed any issues with the battery life but it is now two years old where i feel like that will probably be more of an issue like if i have it for another year so i'll probably once it is possible to see the watches in person probably get a series seven but i'm not i'm not super eager or or, uh, champing at the bit for it and are you uh you're a smaller watch guy no i'm a tiny i'm a small small wrist person but i have the 44 because okay because the 40 you take a big battery life head on and i and again like uh, we've talked about at length i i do phoneless running and hiking uh, a lot and the 40 battery life would just not cut it like even after i get home from work or if i have a a, even if it's a work from home day if it's like five o'clock and i'm about to go out for a hike or a run i will put it on the charger because it tends to consume like 30% 30% battery every hour when it's on cellular and using full GPS. Mm. So, yeah. All right. What's your, what's your beef with chase? Oh no, it's, it's dumb. Has this ever happened to you? So, uh, I had to go to Southern California for a couple of days, um, about a week and a half ago and stayed in the beautiful, uh, city of Tustin, California. Mm. It's, it's like Lake Forest, but, you go to the tustin marketplace i have no idea aren't, aren't there like three cities that or that border irvine that are all the same thing that they're <laughs> like they're, they're just it's it's basically a stuff that's in between irvine and santa Ana. anyway so yeah so i stand very uh some some marriott offshoot i think it's called fairfield or something it's it was the thing that was the cheapest decent three-star hotel at using ultimate reward points and on the uh, info page on like the amenities and the uh ultimate rewards checkout thing that's i think powered by expedia now which is why it's bad like it used to be way better now now it's not good again um it really it listed free parking mm. and which it's, it's orange county <laughs> of course it is except the double tree in irvine does not they charge you 22 dollars a night well, for I, some reason i was gonna say as, as someone who regularly stays at hotels in the irvine area i can tell you that I don't think I've ever stayed anywhere in Irvine that's offered free parking, which which well, so, I don't love, and the the lady friend in particular gets very annoyed. Well, by. She's, she's from the Bay Area. How did right. every, everything's expensive here? Why would she? Well, anyway. Well, no, I, her her point is that S- space you know, is not at a premium there. It, exactly. Oh no, I I totally get you, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Um. So no, but like they're the yeah. I actually kind of there's the a double tree by in Irvine by the Irvine Spectrum Center. There's actually when I was having to commute to Orange County a ton uh, a year ago, was actually my go-to. And the one thing I hated, they was nice. They would always give you a warm cookie when you got there, but they would charge you twenty two dollars. So I think it cancels it out. <laughs> they would charge you twenty two dollars to park in a surface parking lot in an area that is surrounded by just like nothing. Like it's 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 like at the edge of the two forty one and um the Irvine Spectrum Center. So like it's it's not mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, so this uh the the cheap because it was it was on short notice and I booked it the night before and yeah I found this place and it said free parking. And then when I got there they didn't mention anything about a parking fee but they always take your card for incidentals. And then 
I got an email the day after that says, hey, we charge you $12. And I was kind of like, I initially, when I got the email, I'm like, eh, did I, did I misread the page? Whatever. This doesn't matter. I'll just, I didn't, I've left it in my inbox. So normally when I'm done with an email, mm. I will either try to respond to it. If I uh, don't feel up to it and I want to pretend I'm being productive, I will uh, give it the label action required so that I can feel guilty about it. Or I will leave it in my inbox to just stare at me and, and make me mad. So it was one of the, it was one of those. In- inbox zero. Got it. Mm-mm. I am. Yeah, I'm at inbox 18 right now. But um, okay. Uh, What's your OmniFocus count? Seven. Oh, okay. Not bad. Yeah, but that's because this weekend I took a lot of stuff out and said, hey, I was going to have a really productive weekend. So I, I, so I took all the stuff out of OmniFocus, and now I have a document in Bear that has a whole bunch of stuff that should be in OmniFocus that is un, un- incomplete. <laughs> so, I, have, having a good week. <laughs> Don't judge me. It's a, it's, a, it's a bold strategy. No, no. It's, it's like, do you, ever, do, you, like, do you ever have a thing where you, like, you know like you're not really going to leave the house, and you're like, I've got a bunch of stuff to do around the house. And you just put it on paper or you put it like on like you take it out of OmniFocus. You're just like, hey, here's all the stuff I need to get done. I don't want to keep going back to a computer or looking at screens. Do you ever do that? I just leave it in OmniFocus and then don't do it. This is my usually my usual strategy. Yeah, but you'd probably just turn off badges or something. Uh, whatever. Oh, well, yeah, you just you just take off the dude. <laughs> well, then that doesn't count. All right. No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Okay. Anyway, so $12, and then I was like, no, let me, let me go check. Like, I have some downtime. I'm trying to avoid doing something that I should be doing, so let me, let me go research this some more. And then I went in, and I'm like, yeah, it, it, the, this thing did say free parking. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, I have this Sapphire Reserve card. Usually the customer service is pretty good in, like, the three times I've had to call in, like, the past five years. And I called the Chase Ultimate Rewards support, or the oh, support line is not the same customer service you get with the actual card itself mm. and um so i called and i got transferred twice and i had somebody who was very sympathetic to my issue but did not uh, necessarily have a solution to my issue and they called the hotel and uh, the person who could approve this or could answer this question for me was not there so after a 28 minute phone call i was told i had to uh do the same thing 24 hours from now so I'm not one of those people that puts a super like I do mentally, but like I'm not. I'm very bad at making the decision of like what is my time worth versus like the moral principle of getting something done, either the satisfaction of doing it yourself or resolving like an injustice in the world. And uh, getting off a 30 minute phone call uh, to get nothing back when all you were trying to do is get back like the cost of to uh like fancy lattes is not it it was it was it was a challenging decision but you're already 30 minutes in so i had to call back the next day and then they still couldn't resolve it and that was another 25 minute phone call and then they submitted it to like their resolutions team and i got an email yesterday saying i needed to submit proof so i'm now at like an hour and 15 minutes of my active like mental time on this issue over 12 fucking dollars and i I just want to know like are you a better person than me who knows to take a dive here or would you also pursue this no i'm a better person than you i hate i hate (laughs) to say um yeah i i i would say especially in more recent years (sighs) i know i I, it, it it takes, you know, 
I can, I, I guess I, I feel very fortunate to be able to even think this way, but it, it takes, it would take more than $12 for me I to know. spend that much time, you know, and I, I, like, I don't, you know, I don't sit here with an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet, um, you know, calculating my time out to any sort of precise degree, but I do feel like I do think a lot about how, you know, is, is this worth my time? And I, I think a lot of that comes from a place of just like time, especially the last couple of years is, is really now at a premium now, like with, you know, work picking up and having a kid now, like there's just not, there's not a lot of spare time in the day. I mean, we were remarking offline online earlier today about how like, you know, TV debt for me is becoming kind of a thing because there's just not very much time in the evening to watch TV. And so, um, I, yeah, I don't have any patience for, to pursue stuff like that unless it's, you know, a more okay. meaningful. So, so, okay. So hold amount. on, hold on, hold on. All right. So one, I agree with all this. And again, if I wasn't trying to avoid something that was a more legitimate use of my time, uh, then that would have been a smart <laughs> Again, so I was getting paid by avoiding the thing that I should have been doing, which would have been the right responsible thing for an adult to do. But I guess, so I'll circle back to some of what you said a second ago in a minute. So then give me the dollar amount of the overcharging or the bogus charge that would cause you to flip that switch. Tell me what it is. So how much time are we talking about? I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. So, so no. So you get an e. You say so you stayed at a hotel. Let's say you, let's pretend you stayed there for two nights, mm. and you and let's say this is the Double Tree in Irvine, and it's twenty two dollars, and they didn't tell you anything, and they didn't tell you anything on checkout, and you get a charge on your uh, or you get an emailed statement. This is forty four dollars, twenty two uh, yeah, twenty two times two is equal some twenty yeah yeah uh huh. So is that enough? You don't know how long you're going to expend on this. It is, so how, you know, how long would it take for me to at least say make that initial call or how no, I just, I, just, that happens to you. You get that, you get a little email, uh, email statement of thanks. Thanks for staying. And here's $44 that you weren't told about. Do you just let it go? Because I, and I'll give you some time to think I, I totally understand like 12 is too low. Like when I, when I was doing this, I was like, I should just let this go. I should just let this go. Like, there's so much, like, I'm sure there's one, I can, there's one random thing in my life that I can choose to forego just to avoid this issue, to recoup that amount of money. But I was just, I guess I was just feeling petty that day. So $44, you let it go? I mean, this is probably more of a specific answer than you're looking for, but it it would sort of, it would depend on, the circumstances and sort of like the timing of when it happened. So like if, if something like that were to happen to me right now, I would probably let it go because there's just, there's a lot happening at the moment. Three nights. But if it was three nights, slower, 66. Huh? It, you stayed three nights. It's now $66. <laughs> um, it, I, I guess generally speaking, I would say it'd have to be something closer to a hundred. Jesus. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bill you for something. I'm gonna make it $75 and I'm just going to do this monthly and see what I can get. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. Huh. Um, okay. And it's not it, it's it's really not about um 
and it's it's really not about the money side of it as much. It really is about the time part of it, where time is just at such a you know premium these days that you know that's really what i what I value, not even necessarily in terms of like what I get in a paycheck, but just in terms of like it's time to relax or time to spend with the new housemate or you know whatever so uh, it's been two years on well anyway <laughs> she she's well established but <laughs> um yeah i yeah okay that's a fair answer but yeah yeah you, you get you gotta let this go though oh well i mean I, i've already expended as much time as i think i possibly can like i mean uh i wouldn't do any more but if they come back i I don't know what i'm gonna do if they say no <laughs> you might um uh you might get banned from the ultimate oh, rewards again? side again again <laughs> um we received your refund request for the 12 dollars parking fee we're happy to help you with this but first we need you uh, we need we need you to prove it well they didn't they didn't say that but please reply to this email with a scanned copy preferably a pdf thank you all right um and you don't uh never mind all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna let it go you don't ever have things where like you, you go you go you go to whole foods or something pretend this was back when we went to grocery stores and you notice that you were um something you you're buying some uh some golden state cider and you notice that they scanned it twice and you only got one but you notice before you leave the parking lot do you go back in $12 for a four pack. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I was giving you an easy one. Okay. Well, you haven't, but, you but haven't yeah, left the it, parking lot because I was going to give it to you two ways. I was going to say it depends. Like if, if I'm going back in there and it's, you know, it's going to be 20 minutes to wait in line again, then, you know, who's waiting 20 minutes at Whole Foods. Well, it's, right. it's, it's been, you know, two years since I've really done a lot of in-store shopping. So, all right, all right, all right, moving on. <laughs> Killing me. Um All right. Uh happy news or maybe I don't know who knows. Uh uh in what does he have? Mark Gurman has like is this all do all these leaks is that now all self-contained? Yeah, it's in his I haven't subscribed power, to this power on newsletter. Power on. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that's he doesn't like does he not write individual stories anymore? It's just all in the newsletter. I think he does both still, okay. although it seems like a lot of the headline worthy stuff is in the newsletter, which um, I had kind of this funny moment with. So I, I subscribed to it recently and there was a morning it comes out on Sundays, right? There was a morning where I saw some nine to five Mac headlines about his most recent um, newsletter and I was like, oh, that's weird. I just checked my email this morning and I, I didn't see it there. And then I you know, went back to my email, still didn't see it. Check spam, wasn't there. And I know, some a week later or something, I saw that there's a there's like a paid version of it, or I guess you get like a paid version of it if you're a Bloomberg subscriber. And one of the perks of that is you get the newsletter a couple of hours earlier, <laughs> which I... I I, I guess that appeals to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, if, if you're, if you're not, not that, like that you're trading on the information, but yeah, I can kind of see that where 
Yeah, because that's the whole point of having a Bloomberg terminal is that you get you get the news as literally as fast as it, you possibly could. Yeah, but if it's a newsletter that's happening on a Sunday, then I guess that's probably less relevant. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, apparently, um, so there hasn't been an announcement for like any type of October event, and it's today is being recorded on Wednesday, October sixth. Um, but it had been widely rumored that there were going to be Apple, like, because when the Apple Silicon Silicon transition um, happened, they released new MacBook Airs and MacBook Pros, but they were basically, um, you know, like the apology MacBook Air that they did, like when they replaced the keyboard with the non-broken keyboard, like they made no actual changes to the computers themselves other than just swapping in the better processor. But there've been rumors that, Hey, like an actual properly redesigned MacBook Pro was on its way for this year with some type of probably more high performance oriented, uh, M1 based processor, and it was likely to have a, an SD card slot and get rid of the touch bar and do a couple of things that would make it um, a better computer. But yeah, the years creeped on and people were thinking, is that still going to happen? But uh, according to uh, noted Lakers fan Mark Gurman, it is. Yeah, looking at the calendar here, my guess would be an event on... Pro- probably it's the... Halloween on Tuesday? Like, no as sunday it's it's probably an event on the the 19th would be my guess so you think this gets an event i do oh yeah i i do yeah i'm i'm i think it's kind of curious that this is even a like a topic like i this i this is no question an event you want to wager 12 dollars on it sure yeah no i i I would because what else is gonna be there because what are they because you can't talk about a single MacBook Pro for twelve for sixty minutes. No, they'll they'll have some story to tell about how the fourteen and the sixteen are differentiated. I think they'll probably have two different flavors of the M1X or M2 or whatever they brand it as. There'll be AirPods three. There'll maybe be a M1X slash M2 version of the Mac Mini. There'll be it's enough for a for an event. I mean, remember they they did this last year where they had kind of the three, kind of almost like mini events where you know, at least one of those three videos was only like fifty something minutes long. Like they could totally do that. Well, I, I think they will totally do that with this. Yeah. So I, my my guess would be this will happen on, yeah, the the week of like the eighteenth, nineteenth, and then maybe into that following week. But I I wouldn't be surprised at all if if you know. Well, it's weird to call them invites because, I mean, what are they really inviting people to? But notices about the event go out, like, on Tuesday, and then it's the following Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see. I, 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 I'm I, on the fence. I don't know if there's going to be... Because MacBook Pros and AirPods, is that... That's it? I mean, hmm. I, I don't buy those two as a product um as a product pair like if they if they had held the I mean, ipad they, refreshes I mean, dude, they they did an event last september that was ipads and apple watches like well, yeah but those, those are two major products airpods are a major product but they're not there's not enough there we're also like i know the mac like i i love the mac like don't get me wrong i mean not, not so much monterey and big sur but i mean though even though they're selling well like that doesn't have the 
flashiness of an Apple Watch, an iPhone, or an iPad. Now, I think the Apple Silicon stuff changes that. If this but was it's not just new a, anymore. it's it's still new, mm. and well, and especially in the sense that this is going to be the first Apple Silicon chip that's going to come in sort of well i mean i guess it's there's the 13 inch macbook pro technically but this is really sort of like the first pro focused version of of the you know mac apple silicon chip so i i think they're going to see that as a big deal can i give a prediction Hmm. it's going to be underwhelming just because basically what they're talking about with the m1x like i i'm not sure it's gonna be that pro focused like do you, do you think 64, like, so the limitations on IO and memory with the M1 has been that you haven't been able to get, a, is even on the 24 inch Mac, uh, iMac, you can't get more than 16 gigs of RAM, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, the chip in the iMac is just literally the same one. Yeah. As in, yeah. So do you think you can get 64 gigs of RAM in the 14 inch MacBook Pro? I could see 32. I don't know about well, 60. Well, I mean, it has to be 32. Like, 16 is not a, like, like, I th- do I, I sit, I have 64 in this iMac. Like, 32 is, is, is table stakes for a pro computer. So that's where I'm kind of nervous that it's not going to be that much different, which I don't, like, then I guess I, I don't know how they spin it as pro, because everything that's in this uh, story is that most of it's going to be they have way more GPU cores, but, like, who cares? Like, unless you're doing 3D rendering and stuff, like you're obviously not playing games on your on your Mac. So I'm I'm not sure the M1X is actually uh, just like the uh, tagline of the iPhone 13 Pro, oh so pro. Like, I'm not really sure the M1X is going to meet that. So I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, I'm I want a new sil- uh, Apple silicon based Mac, but I, I'm kind of not super optimistic this is going to be what people consider pro is is there really a lot of real world prosumer use cases where the difference between 32 and 64 gigs of memory makes a big difference uh activity monitor i don't have a lot open right now i've got all the usual apps that you probably have, and I have Lightroom and Photoshop open, and I have 51 gigabytes of memory used. Eh, I don't know. Uh, Lightroom mm. is using 15 on its own. Okay, good job. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I'm not even saying that. Like I would, if for a laptop, I would probably offer 32 anyway. But that's where, like, I mean, is then is the M is the uh the iMac Pro or the 20, whatever the 27 inch iMac replacement's going to be, is that going to have to wait for like an M2X? Like, cause I probably, it sounds like that's still, it's going to be like a full off. year out. Yeah. Jiminy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I think you're on to something in the sense that I think where an M1X or an M2 or whatever this thing is could be considered underwhelming is, I think the the M1 was was better than most expected. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that kind of wow factor of Apple Silicon's been kind of baked well, in. Yeah, cuz cuz that's the new baseline. Like they you can't yeah. you can't keep doing Intel comparisons. 
Oh, but you you know they will. Oh, especially, just like especially given with the, what with they the A15. did with the A15. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like so, therefore, like if this if the M1X basically has some extra graphics cores and maybe like two other like performance cores, and it's like eighteen percent faster than the M1, and somehow they're going to try to charge me like thirty eight hundred dollars for this MacBook Pro. I, of course, I still have to buy it. Because I have no oh, other, yeah, I have, gonna, I, well, because I have no other options. Thing, what am I, yeah. I going to do? I'm going to buy a Surface Book. I mean, <laughs> like, so that that sucks. I, I mean, I don't know. Again, I, I'm I'm getting primed to dislike something before it even comes out. But eh, I don't know. I I'm curious to see how they work around the kind of inherent limitations of adapting a phone and tablet processor for full computers, where. Like they with the M1, like it seems like they had like a couple of really rigid bottlenecks in terms of like you can't have more than two USB ports and you literally can only have sixteen gigs of memory and there's some other things that just meant like yeah the, the these are not computers for pros like they're very fast and if it's like if you're a thirteen inch MacBook Air user like yeah it's great but I mm, yeah I'm, I'm skeptical. Well, I mean this is this is a whole bigger discussion and it speaks to kind of the issue with using the pro kind of naming convention so, so casually yeah but i mean you know with something like two usb ports or you know 16 gigs of ram you know my i, I would venture to guess that with both of those that that's more than enough for most people oh, i mean the betcha. usb port thing is is maybe a little more up in the air but like come on 16 gigs of ram is is plenty for 98% of people. So why I mean why would Apple build a chip architecture to you know appease the the loud 2% who complain on their podcasts. <laughs> back, back, <laughs> Actually, back no, in, I'm not referring to you. <laughs> no, no, back in my um uh back in my threadless days when I used to be uh I used to be cool. Um the, oh, I can't find I just googled it. I can't find it. Um, there was a t-shirt that was a, a carton of milk that had a sign that said, I am the 2%. And it was like, <laughs> it was back in the late 2000s when there was the Occupy Wall Street thing. It was very funny. Pretty good. Um, but now I'm old and I just wear plain color shirts because, you know, life's not fun anymore. You get those from the Banana Republic outlet? No, I buy, I don't, <laughs> we've discussed this, that I don't, that I, I will not shop at the Banana Republic factory. Oh, fa- sorry, you're right, Factor. I, I, will, I buy, uh, and it's it's from a line called Banana Republic Plus, because of fucking course it is. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that their, their new subscription service? We, this is, we covered this on the show. We, it, we, it, we, did, it, we did cover this. It was it's the a, inspiration for my crappy website. Right. Um, but no, they and, it, it, and it's, it's high-tech uh, high tech fibers that uh, move with you, I think is what the tagline was, which all clothing does, of course no, it I, does. I think, I think you're thinking of um, Allbirds clothes. Ugh. <laughs> um what were we talking about oh but like but, but around the two percent thing i get your point but then i guess like the issue is in like what do you do for the rest of it because then you you don't get to like you you can't just say that that's the top end computer we're making but the level of effort since they're now having to make their own in-house processors is like they have to make something more powerful so whether or not that only appeals to like 5% of the market, like that's, you still have to make it or, I mean, you don't, but I mean, that's, that's like, yeah, yeah or, or you, or yeah, or you don't, but 
but then but then what are apple engineers using are they all using 16 gig apple silicon computers like it it has to exist like make it expensive or or whatever you got to do but if you're you're reaching those specific limitations of like well we just literally can't cram this like a, a reasonable amount of ram for anything but everyday uses including for all the stuff that we use to design the software to run our massively popular and profitable phones like i i I don't think they can phone that part in i mean yeah well we'll we'll see i mean i i also wouldn't be shocked if they do actually come out and say hey this thing can you know can support up to 64 gigs of ram and is actually largely considered to be pretty good That, that, that could happen too yeah and it's uh this computer is getting a um an SD card slot just in time for Sony to switch to CF Express cards. Oh, are they are they doing that? Oh, they already did it in the A1, which is too expensive for me. But whenever they mm. release an A7R5 or the uh, soon to come out A74, um, yeah, it's probably gonna have a different card slot. Oh, bummer. Your yeah, your camera's fine. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, bum, bummer for you. I doesn't doesn't matter for me. Well, no, they still like they still have an SD card slot, but of course you have to use the faster one. Yeah. Oh, they have. Oh, they. Okay, interesting. Well, because it's a dual slot situation. All yeah. Right. So it's instead of two SD card slots, it's one CFA one and then and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chick Fil A. No, they're they're canceled. Um. All right, and then to round things out. Uh, there is some closure you talked about last week when um, or was it two weeks ago? when uh nbc universal and youtube tv were reaching the end of their carriage agreement and there's gonna be the whole like door explorers crying thing and you can't watch the olympics anymore um and youtube was gonna drop your price by ten dollars a month because you were gonna lose access to like 12 channels yeah but there is a resolution yeah this this is this is good i i was gonna be really annoyed if this was gonna be a situation where like I had to like switch um streaming providers to like was it Fubu or something? Um, no, that's a clothing company. It's Fubo. <laughs> it's it's Fubo. Fubo. Um <laughs> <laughs> or the, there's there's a couple of other ones out there too. There's, but... there, well, it's Pluto TV is not like that's that's CBS's um free one. And PlayStation called it quits on that, right? So it's basically they it's, did. There's 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 Sling, Sling TV. And I yeah. think AT and T has whatever they rebranded Direct TV now. There's like there's like three or four of them. But anyway, yeah. Well, anyway, I I really didn't even want to have to like dig into that because you know I've I've been pretty happy with YouTube TV, and was going to be you know bummed if you know coming into Shark season here I wasn't going to be able to you know watch them on whatever streaming service i had because that's kind of the whole reason i still have one of these things is for live sports that's, that's pretty much all i ever use it for so if one of the main live sports that i wanted to watch was no longer available it, it didn't matter if they were going to take 10 or 20 bucks off the price like it, it wouldn't solve the problem of not being able to to get that content so i'm glad this was resolved and is just now a non-issue Yeah, yeah. Is this a long-term contract? Did they mention any of that? I, I would, I would think so. I don't think they talked about any specific terms. But oh, did we did we discuss uh, 
had the rumor already come out as to why there was difficulty in re-signing the agreement? Well, it sounded like there was some point where NBC was like trying to do some kind of forced like peacock mm-hmm. bundle thing mm-hmm. or something, which yeah, d- d- which NBC did not. They didn't deny, so it, it definitely seems like it was something they did, but it, it was never really clear on like what or why Peacock was even like part of the discussion. Because NBC threw a lot of money in it and wants to see it. In the same way that your comp as a value add for being a valued Comcast uh, video subscriber, I get Peacock premium but not premium plus like i got the equivalent of the five dollar plan included in my lovely cable bill and like i think i guess they were like just being like hey like you pay us an extra three dollars per subscriber and we'll give you this awesome extra content that also takes people out of the youtube tv app which why on earth would google want them to do that that's just such a weird sticking point yeah yeah uh, but it sounds like that, that that was maybe an issue that came up but it sounds like the bigger issue was just NBC was trying to get YouTube to pay some kind of premium fee for their channels because they're a streaming service mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, paying a similar kind of rate that, you know, NBC charges, um, I don't know, I guess like AT&T or others more like traditional. I like the, I like the you didn't say providers. Comcast because it's like putting from one from your left pocket to the other. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, actually. Lastly, have you, because this is just because I just uh, listened to um, the talk show and with Jason Snell as the guest, do you have any thoughts about who's getting Sunday ticket or what's happening with that? I mean, I'd be, I'd be really surprised if it wasn't one of the big streaming platforms. Like, that'd be, it'd be really surprising if it went to, you know... I don't know, Comcast, or if it stayed with like DirecTV. That, that'd be really surprising. DirecTV only made sense because DirecTV, with the satellite, it's nationwide, where if you literally had to move to get, uh, to be like in a Comcast market, that that would seem really weird. But yeah, it, I, it's, it's kind of, it's going to be weird because there is this thing with NFL Sunday ticket where if for some reason you can't get a satellite, you can sign up for it with this like web-based thing but But, can you just say like hey my apartment building won't let me have a satellite or do you have to say literally i don't have a view of the sky or something either way yeah interesting yeah and they came out with that a few years ago but it's it's not going to really be feasible to be true the other way around where if this goes with a streaming service and you live in an area that doesn't offer good high-speed internet there's probably not going to be like a satellite fallback option or something. And to clarify, is Sunday ticket like MLB extra innings where, or MLB.tv where you can't watch your local team, but you can watch everything else or is Sunday ticket everything? No, it's, it's the former. It's exactly like MLB at bat or Mm. NBA league pass. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, Amazon Um, seems to be, to make the most sense, but in the, John, John and Jason really seem to be gunning for Apple to get it, which, meh. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, so I, I'm definitely, if, if I had to, to choose, like, if, if it were really between like Apple and Amazon, I, I, my money would be on Amazon for sure, because, I mean, Amazon already has, you know, an existing relationship with the NFL, with Thursday Night Football, and that's a relationship that's going to expand next season when Amazon becomes the exclusive. 
um, broadcaster of Thursday Night Football. In general, the NFL just seems like kind of a better brand fit with Amazon than it does with Apple. Um, yeah, like if Apple got a sports deal, it, it really, and this is not like a, like a joke or a jokey Ted Lasso tie-in, but I feel like didn't um, NBC lose or give up the rights to like premier league or something what they were doing like a thing where they were importing european soccer to the u.s right that feels like much more of a fit for apple i i agree i i I think of actually all the major sports i think football would be sort of like the least compatible with apple's brand or at least the brand that apple wants people to perceive that they have so yeah, I, I'm a little I'm a little skeptical on on this being a, a fit for Apple. I, I would say that Amazon's probably a, a front runner there. Yeah, sounds right. All right, you got anything else before Chef Specials? I look at the docket. Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, actually, we're not going to talk about it. But if you can throw this in the show notes, because we probably won't talk about it next week. There was a fun article. Um, this, is a, this is a long series of stories about uh, the way that um, networks choose, the graphics department choose to show the, uh, the score on different sports teams. And there was a good, not a teardown is the wrong word, like breakdown of uh, CBS's terrible football graphics. Um, and the one thing that I didn't notice is that uh, Fox, who actually do, generally has always had the best sports graphics across all sports that they broadcast, is they frame they make the score bug uh really really narrow so that it naturally fits portrait video for phones which i never knew that really cool oh interesting okay but yeah but this this whole um article is super cool because yeah the typography of the current uh season cbs sports thing is uh ugly as hell i I kind of I don't mind it though. There's something about it being as plain as it is that I sort of like because I feel but like it's flatness for flatness's sake. It's it's very it, it gives off a very like Windows vibe for well, sure. It gives it like I mean to me it strikes me as like you know when they went with iOS seven they went super hard to like hey like we're we're ripping up the felt and we're gonna deforestalify this whole thing and iOS seven had no. Yeah, depth. you're right. It's very, very iOS 70. That's or, but also, but I, mean, but I think you're also right where it's kind of like, what was the, the Windows Metro where like they, they basically like Vista and seven were it's very classy and rectangles. Yeah. And, but then yeah. it, then it went very flat. So actually, I mean, it's kind of around the same time where everybody kind of decided interfaces need to be super just primary colors or. Yeah. But I also think this has something to do with, because like the, the visual typographic rebrand has happened across all the cbs properties to coincide with paramount plus's release so anyway yeah article yeah i'm always really interested um whenever a a broadcaster changes their like in-game graphics I, i i like to think of the the amount of thought that must go in to it it'd be it'd be really interesting to like be in on those meetings and hear that kind of back and forth that that goes into these i'm mm. oh, sorry also scrolling through this i forgot that they they bring up the whole the trick that everybody's trying to do now where they will play ads but still show what's happening live uh, like even even 
I haven't watched Top Chef in like two years because I'm kind of, I'm just I'm just over all reality TV. But they even do the thing where like, hey, let's try to trick you into not thinking you're watching an ad. That mm. you know that I that I mm. actually don't mind as much. But the where they literally kind of cut back and have like the two video streams, one where you can still see what's going on in the game, and then another with an ad. I I really don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think one of the first ones was actually. Um, Fox did this during the 2018 World Series and T-Mobile. It was, it was all T-Mobile ads, so a thumbs down for another reason. But like, it was very much of it was yeah, it was T-Mobile and YouTube TV, and they just kept doing that split screen thing. Because again, oddly, Fox tends to be the pioneer here, and even when sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's very bad. Yeah. All right, chef specials. All right, I've got a kind of a hyper specific one for you this week that i actually don't have a link to okay um so i'm just gonna have to kind of verbally describe this to you it's a setting within chrome (laughs) okay that allows you to blanket disable any website from playing sound by default oh is this where you just right click on a tab and you can just mute site? So well, so so that's kind of the default behavior in Chrome. Mm-hmm. But if you go into it's it, they really bury it now. It's like settings, uh, privacy and security, site controls, um, additional content settings, and then sound. And there's a there's a setting. Well, by by default, it says sites can play sound, and then you can individually disable them as you choose. But buried in this settings page, you can change that default to just say, hey, unless I explicitly allow a site to play sound, don't allow any sites to play sound. And so now that's my new default in Chrome, where I never have to worry about some stupid autoplay video blaring sound at me. And instead, I can very selectively so, either blanket allow a website to always play sound, or I can temporarily allow it and then turn it right back off. So wait, so if you wanted to, let's say you randomly, like you go to uh, 538.com and you want to watch a video or something, do you have to go deep into settings to adjust it? Or can you then just right click on the tab and then like unmute site as an option? You can just right click and then unmute the site. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. Interesting. That, 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 that's tip. my pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was I was getting sick and tired of stupid autoplay videos that would come up <laughs> would either like when, yeah, like when we're talking or like if I'm in a Zoom meeting or something. And so I I finally you know dug around in settings and stuff and and I don't know I was trying to find the article I originally saw this in, but anyway, I eventually found this setting and I've been so much so much happier um, since turning that on. Neat. I mean, the only kind of annoying thing is that you will occasionally go to watch a video and you're like, damn it, why isn't the sound working? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go, oh, yeah, I've, I've disabled sound in Chrome. But yeah, um, it's overall uh, probably a net benefit. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. I don't really have one this week, so I've been going to give, uh, yeah, the listeners always love a good subreddit pick. Um, I don't think I've talked about this one before. Are you familiar with what a dog bridge is? I cannot say that I am, no. 
Okay, so I'll send the, so the second link I just sent you will make more sense. So it's basically when a dog will use um, two pieces of furniture to be as comfortable as it wants. So again, the internet's bad all the time, and uh, sometimes you have to find frivolous stuff that's fun. Especially this one. Oh, I didn't notice that the uh, this dog was watching the Mandalorian. So yeah, mm-hmm. th- this is the way. But um, yeah, this is this is fun. And it's <laughs> again, you could sh- always showing you know twelve percent of everything. Well, no, I, I I know that. Hey, spoiler alert! In the last scene in this episode, that Han figures out that the Mandalor- Mandalorian's Luke or something. Is that <laughs> ac- is that accurate? It's not. But let, let's go with how that. far off was it? Somebody finds out that somebody who's a, a, a beloved character from the Star Wars movies is the dude with the helmet and is a bounty hunter like the Boba Fett. So, well, I mean, Han Han is not he's he's not in the Mandalorian, so that's that's kind of where you went astray. Well, yeah, he wasn't until the last scene. No, the Han Solo still still not in the Mandalorian. You're you're thinking of Luke Skywalker? Yeah, he he's he's Mando. Yeah. No, he's not Mando. Okay. But anyway. anyway, dog purchase is fun. Yeah, that that's neat. 